Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Awakening Artist Podcast, where creative minds can come together and discuss a variety of topics relating to higher creativity, spirituality and healing, and entrepreneurship for artists. My name is Dana Wilcher. I am a visionary artist and creative guide, and this podcast is a space for you to find artistic inspiration, get to know yourself and heal on a deeper level, and to laugh, cry, and get creative. Join me every week for new episodes. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back. In our episode this week, we are going to be talking about the different hats that you wear as an artist and an entrepreneur and the difference in working in your business versus working on your business. So this is going to be a really helpful episode for any creative entrepreneurs, anyone who is balancing their creative time with creating a life and a business and a profession around it. This concept of working in your business versus working on your business was first brought to my awareness by my dear sister, Lauren. Uh, You can find her on Instagram as Lauren of Love. She's a brilliant medicine woman, business coach, all of it. And we were talking one day and she, you know, I was telling her about the different things I'm navigating as an artist and as an entrepreneur. And she said, you know, Dana, there, it is a lot to navigate because there's a difference between working in your business and working on your business. And the more I really felt into that, I have found it to be so true for artists, for people who are in a creative profession, especially, because let's talk about first what it means to work in your business. Working in your business as an artist means you are in your studio, you are in your craft, you are in your creative practice. There would be no business as an artist to create, to build on if you don't have the heart and soul of working in your business. So what this means for me is working in my business is going into the studio every day and painting and dropping into a creative channel and uh, creating everything that is feeding my business, feeding my soul, feeding my life. That is working in your business. And now working on your business means building the container, the systems, and the doing the work surrounding the core of your practice that makes your business flow, that makes everything work. And the thing about being an artist entrepreneur is that you can't really have one without the other. So the most common thing I see with artists is that they are really deep and really practiced on working in their business. So, you know, going into the studio time, painting, drawing, creating the artwork. But then where it's somewhat lacking, I think, for a lot of artists is working on your business. And I really think this is just because there's not a lot being taught about this subject right now. You know, art schools, I have the perspective of having gone to uh, multiple different art schools and also building a business on my own. And the main thing I really saw lacking in my high school education, in my college education with art, is that it's not really being taught how to build a business around your art. 
the closest thing is um, learning how to get your artwork in the the hands of someone else essentially so getting your artwork in a gallery in an exhibition which are all wonderful things however there's not a lot really being taught and shared about building a business as an entrepreneur around your art yourself and there's a lot i want to share on this topic because it's it's really important for an artist entrepreneur it's something that i and i think all of us, we navigate every day. And the first element I want to talk about on working in your business versus working on your business is the heart of working in your business, the structure and the discipline that is required of you to have a strong practice of working in your business. So there's a lot to balance here. You know, as we're working other jobs, as we have families and kids and other obligations, just putting the time in to work in your business, it, from my experience, it takes a lot of discipline and structuring to really protect that sacred time for yourself because that is the core of, that's the core of your business, that's the core of your practice is putting the time aside to be able to flow with your art. So the first thing I like to talk about with the artist that I work with that has been so critical for myself is what does your schedule look like? How are you scheduling in time first to work in your business? So for me, what this looks like, and even when I had a job, I used to work in the like the afternoons and the evenings, I would schedule in my studio time in the mornings and I've kept this flow now even as being a full-time artist that the time that I set aside for myself to work in my business is in the mornings. I really like this time because I get to wake up, I don't turn on my phone, I have this, this glittering early morning energy and this is my favorite time to go into the studio. So as you're balancing your family, your job, everything else that you have going on in your life, the first step in being an artist entrepreneur is setting aside and structuring and scheduling in time during the week. It doesn't have to be every single day. You can start two or three days a week. Right now for me, it's five days a week and I take weekends off. But structuring in time to be present in your studio with your art without any outside distractions where you are working in your art and in your business. Now, the next really important aspect is the space that you have to do this. So even if you don't have a whole room designated as your studio space, you want to have a a set space where you're going to do your art every day. And you may have heard you know, different teachers and different practices talk about like one meditation space that you come to where you come to it every day, you have an altar or something like that or a meditation pillow and you're going to more easily be able to drop into a creative channel into your meditation because you have a set space that you're going to work. Now, having this space as an artist is equally as important as structuring in the time to do your art because 
when we have that we structure in the time to do our work but we're you know maybe one day you're drawing or painting on the table and the next day you're drawing and painting somewhere else and it's always moving and this doesn't apply if you're nomadic and you're always moving and that's you thrive on that you know take it take it with a grain of salt but i found if you are grounded in your living space even if it's a corner of your living room a corner of your bedroom having a set space that is your art space now if you do have a room designated for your craft then clearing out the space and i have videos on my youtube channel i talk about this um, in other podcast episodes and also on my instagram the importance of your studio space so clearing out the energy releasing anything from that this room this space that doesn't serve that doesn't align with the highest energy and vision of your work and then filling it with things that remind you of your own concept of prayer of of god of inspiration of creativity and so once we schedule in this time we have a set space that we can go then it's really about building up even slowly at first building up momentum of overcoming the blocks and the resistance to get into the studio to even if you're tired most weeks from your job and whatever you have going on to shift and start making your life and your business more about your art all about your art it is going to require structure and discipline and I like to talk about this flow of structure and discipline with your work because how that balances with the free-flowing feminine creative aspects of art making when we have a strong container, we set aside time. We say, okay, from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m., I'm not turning on my phone. I'm not talking to anyone else in my life. And really just setting that time aside for yourself to work in your creativity and work in your business. Now, once we have the, the structure around our, our schedule to start bringing in more time for our art, we have a set space that we're going to be doing our art, then when we're in the studio, when we're in the practice, that's when the, the process gets really individual and you really get to start going on a journey with your art. And the number one most important thing that I do when I'm creating my art is I bring a lot of ceremony and prayer and intention into my art making process. So I have another podcast episode that is um, titled uh, Opening a Creative Channel when you're doing your art. That's going to be really helpful for you guys to listen to to start to build a really potent energetic portal when you're creating your work that's going to hypercharge and amplify your creativity. But these are the core aspects, the core elements of working in your business, activating your creativity, protecting the time with yourself and with your art, having a set space that you can go to do your art. And once you start doing this, even if you don't know exactly what you want to create, what you want to paint, what you want to draw, and you start getting in your head or something of like, I need to have a series and a concept and all this stuff, don't worry about that. Just keep going. Just keep creating. That's the, that's again, aside from opening a creative channel, that's probably the best advice I could give a new artist is just keep creating because you're going to start 
discovering and developing new skill sets and new techniques and you're going to find what you really enjoy painting and how you enjoy working versus how you don't enjoy working. But you have to really explore your skill sets and explore this new range of mediums and techniques before you can really know what your true direction is with your work. But it will come. You just need to keep creating. And as you keep creating and you start making more and more and more pieces, maybe you're going to start seeing a common theme coming out of your work. You're going to start seeing a, uh, a, a concept coming through in your pieces. You're going to you discover your artwork by doing it. And so the more you do it, you're going to start creating more work that just kind of has your signature style once you experiment and you find what you like to do. And maybe you find that you have a whole group of of paintings now and you have a whole collection of things that you could potentially show, that you could talk about, that you can share, that you can sell. And so now that's where we start getting into the second hat that we're wearing as an artist, which is working on your business. So again, the core is having a strong creative and studio practice for yourself and really like diving into your creativity to uh, to open up this aspect of you and your work. And once you really get the ball rolling with that, like start with that and get in the hang of that. And then the second hat starts to come out, which is working on your business. So now that you have your studio practice, you have some art that you're creating, where do we begin with with showing our art to the world, with talking about our art, with selling our art. So there's one little carryover when it comes to working in my business versus working on the business. And that carryover is how I am recording my process to then share later on social media. So I always paint in the morning with my phone on airplane mode, but I have a tripod with some lighting set up that is pointed at my painting. My phone's on airplane mode. I'm listening to music from my iPad and I am taking a time lapse and I'm recording almost every single time that I paint because then those time lapses, there are so many creative things that I can do to share the process. And especially now, you guys, in the, in the, especially now in the time of AI art and digital art, which is just a completely different uh, practice than 2D visual art. What really ignites this inspiration and this passion for people is seeing the process behind your work. So when you're able to document that and find a way to share that, whether you have a camera or your phone, you figure out a way to start sharing the process of you creating your work, then it's going to make the working on your business aspect so much easier. And there are so many different ways you guys can do this. You don't have to do time lapses. You can share pictures and videos of your palette, of your studio, of uh, pictures of progress, progress like photos of your piece that you're working on and talking about it, talking about it. Okay, that's the next really important step is as an artist, you have to get comfortable talking about your artwork. And if you're not currently comfortable, that's okay. It takes, sometimes it can take a good amount of time 
to develop that um, that comfortability with talking about your art. But as an artist entrepreneur, that's going to be really important for your work and for your business and the working on your business aspect. So getting in some practice with writing a paragraph about the piece that you're working on and the the deeper emotions and concepts behind it. When we start getting into the practice of documenting our creation practice and then also writing about it, talking about it, sharing about it, again, these are things that are going to carry over into the working on your business aspects. So say now that we, you know, we have a strong studio practice and I I keep repeating this because I want it, I want the um, the steps of this to really sink in for you guys. So we have the studio practice, we're diving into our work, we're starting to produce and create artwork. We are finding creative ways without taking away from our own experience with our work to document it. We get start getting into the process of writing about it, of talking about it. Now we're ready to take all of that goodness and to work on our business. So before I get into the meat and potatoes of that, there's another aspect of the scheduling, the discipline, and the structuring that needs to be present when you are working on your business. And it can be an adjustment, you know, because it, it is a lot. Um, as an artist, you do have to wear two hats. And this can be Again, this can just, it can be a lot. It can be a lot to get in the hang of and get used to because each day you're working in your business and then you need to switch and wear a hat. And even if you're starting out, if it's only half an hour, an hour, whatever you have the space for, you put on your other hat and you sit down at your desk or a cafe and you have all of your content ready and the progress on your pieces and you have the pieces themselves and now we are ready to work on the business. So when I have worked with artists in the past, this is the first thing that I work on with them, which is, all right, let's look at your how how you're spending your time during the week. Let's look at your self-care. Let's look at your time with your family, your free time. Let's look at the time spent at a job. And now we start finding little pockets and windows without overwhelming yourself to start scheduling in this time to work in and then on your business. So for example, um, I'll share first you know, my, my flow, which is working in my business in the morning from approximately like 6 to 8 or 9 a.m. And then I take a break, I do some movement do some meditation, some singing, whatever, and then working on my business. So working on my business usually starts around 11 a.m. And I, right now I have a lot of great time to devote to that. So, you know, between lunch and taking a break and stuff, we'll say from about 12 until four, sometimes that goes longer. I'm working on on my business. So this is when I am writing emails, I'm updating social media, I'm recording a podcast, I'm finding new ways to share about my work, I'm looking at new opportunities, new collaborations, Um, I'm talking to clients, I'm doing sessions. These kinds of things are all working on my business. 
Now, a really good example I have to share as well is an artist friend that I worked with, how we started to schedule in her time was that we figured out that she has her mornings basically free and then she would go into her part-time job, I think around 3 p.m., so from 3 to like 7. So say every week week during the week, she's going into her part-time job from 3 to 7. Then we figured out, okay, you wake up, you do your morning practice, the self-care, very important to have the stamina and the energy to be able to do everything you need to do in the day. And then she has her creative time working in her business. She takes a break. And then from about 1 to 3 or 1 to 2.30, so for an hour and a half, hour and a half to two hours in the afternoon, she would devote and schedule in that time to work on her business. And then she would go to her job. And so that she didn't get overwhelmed, we had I had her do this flow of Monday, Tuesday, you're working in and on your business. Wednesday, you take you either take the day off from from the work with your business to rebalance, go grocery shopping, take care of yourself, or you choose one of those aspects to work on. Maybe she paints, maybe she doesn't paint, but she works on her business. I have her choose one. And then Thursday and Friday, as long as she's feeling good and up to it, no matter how long she spends in either, she works in and on her business again. And this is very similar to the flow that I was doing when I also had a part-time job. Um, you know, it gets it gets deeper when you are someone who has a really committed full-time job. This maybe is from like nine to five. Then where does the time come in to work on and in your business making that shift it is I'm not going to sugarcoat it it's it's going to require a lot of work and a lot of energy and there's kind of like this grind phase for a while I, I like to call it that where you are like okay I need to cut back the hours of this job I need to make this shit happen let's do this and you're motivated and you're doing what you need to do and for those people you know if you're able to wake up early wake up early and go to bed early so you wake up early you spend it when you have a strong studio practice and creative channel around your work you really don't need to be doing art for more than two hours a day I for the most part I only do about two hours of work per day but my channel is really strong now where I do way more work and it flows a lot quicker because of the intention I'm bringing into it so again, to, to start building that, watch the episode on um, a creative channel with your work. So back to the nine to five flow, you wake up early, you go in your studio and you start your day because that is the most important thing. You start your day painting for, or drawing or doing your craft for as, as little or as much time as it feels good for you. Then take a break, go to your job. And I've worked with people who have more of a consistent, like they do have that nine to five and they're like, well, you know, then when do I structure in the time to work on my business? And that can even be something that you're doing um, throughout your workday. So I've had people, they have maybe a 30 minute commute and they're sitting in traffic, listen to audiobooks, start learning. Because when it comes to working on your business, 
the learning component is really important for a while. Like you need to seek out the information that you don't have, that you don't know, and learn. Learn what to do. Take some courses, like listen to audiobooks, watch YouTube videos, have a whole playlist queued up for your commute. That's where you can start. And then I've even had people I've worked with where on their lunch break, they pull out their laptop and they do a little bit of work for 15, 20 minutes on their business. Um, If that's not something that works for you, then once you get off your job, say you get home five, maybe six, you know, you have dinner, you tune in with your family from like six to eight. And then maybe you spend just 30 minutes or tops an hour, either before or after dinner, working on your business, learning new things with social media, prepping a couple of posts. Also, batching your content and scheduling things out is going to be your best friend. So you can look up videos on how to do that, but just it, it really helps when you don't have to be actively posting every single day. So... Now that we've talked about a few different scenarios with the scheduling and the structuring around the uh, the time it takes to work on the business, now let's talk about some more things that that entails. So working on your business. Like I said before, I would say the first step of that is learning, absorbing information. It's going to be so much easier to take action when you have some understanding and some knowledge under your belt rather than trying to wander through the dark on your own for a while, which I have done many, many times and you will do as well, probably at certain points. But just for a while, think about working on your business as learning. Books, podcasts, YouTube, absorb information. And once you have a good base of like, okay, I I know certain action steps I can take. I maybe know what I need to do with my social media. I know what I need to do to start my website. Maybe I need to hire someone to help me and outsource it. Um, These, there's so many things I could list out, but these next action steps, they're going to be really clear and apparent to you as you're doing your research. You're going to find them because it's going to be this like warm feeling of recognition of like, okay, that's what I was looking for. That's what I need to do next. But really allowing yourself to have a time where you're learning, you're learning everything you need to do, it's going to be extremely helpful. So really, that's the gist of of the structuring and the the flow, the content of working in your business versus working on your business. And the last thing I really want to touch on right now is that I encourage you to be very gentle with yourself, to to start slow, to to take it slow. Because I've done this, I've seen clients do this where we want to dive headfirst and devote tons of time in and then we start neglecting our self-care and our friendships and our relationships. And ultimately, like you need a strong foundation and a strong ship to ride these waves. So prioritize your health and your self-care. If you're finding, well, I just never have any energy and I'm too tired to ever do my art or work on my business or anything, then before you try to take all these action steps, you need to look at 
maybe the food that you're eating, the sleep that you're getting. Are you going to sleep early? Are you like getting off work and then, you know, I love TV shows in the evening, but where it becomes a problem for me is if I start staying up really late, like watching movies and TV, and then I end up being tired and sleeping in and all that stuff. Like look at your lifestyle because in order to make these changes in your life and your business, you got to have the energy to do it. So how are you eating? How are you sleeping? How are you taking care of yourself and prioritizing your self-care? How can you maybe working with different supplements, getting in a little more movement, like what can you add in so that you have the energy and the space to be able to do this? Maybe that's in the form of energetic work. There's a really great book that I recommend everyone read if um, you're working with like you're very empathic and spiritual and sensitive and you're like getting drained at work and you're having a hard time maintaining your energy check out the, it's called the Pleiadian Workbook. So the Pleiadian Workbook. I know it sounds really out there. Um, And the like second half of the book is this like intense, it's called like a caw activation, which you don't even have to do that or anything. (laughs) But the first couple of chapters are probably the most helpful, like basic energy maintenance tips and visualizations and meditations that I've ever learned or experienced and I still practice them every single day. So check out that book and those practices. They're really going to help you out and really just be gentle with yourself as you are navigating wearing these two hats of being an artist and a business person, an artist entrepreneur. It really is wearing two hats and it takes a while of of diving into both aspects to start developing a flow and a discipline but it's going to come with time you know the beginning stages of anything are often the hardest parts and sometimes in the beginning like during that grind stage it feels like pushing a boulder up a hill forever but then something starts to happen and the hill starts to even out a little bit and the boulder starts rolling on its own and you get in a groove and you get in a flow and things get easier and that's just the natural progression when you work on something enough so I hope this was really helpful for you guys if you are an artist and you're looking for more one-on-one support I am available I do one-on-one mentorships with artists to help you guys learn the structure, the routines that you need to establish, learn how to have a powerful creative practice, and really the next steps with marketing and business to really start getting your work out into the world in a really good way. So if you're seeking that deeper support, please get in contact with me. You can send me an email. Uh, That information is listed um, here as well as in the the outro (laughs) of this episode. And you guys got this. And I will see you next week. Okay, much love. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Awakening Artist Podcast. I hope you got so much value from this episode. And if you enjoyed listening today and would like to hear more, be sure to subscribe for weekly episode releases. You can find me on Instagram at Dana Wilcher for more inspiration, art, and tips. And if you would like to ask me a question directly or join my inner circle where I share more wisdom, stories, and tips, shoot me an email at 
danawilcher12 at gmail.com. Love and blessings. I will see you all soon.